Um, speaking of heat case, Rex Howerman, Gilgo Beach murder. Did you hear about him? No. He's getting sued for Ooh. labor laws. <laughs> when it rains, it pours. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Sup. Sup. Oh, shit. Notes are up. I got them right here. Gotta have yep. those notes. They are. We got some weather on there because it's hot. Ooh. I can back you on that one. I just saw some ups- unsubstantiated. Oh, fuck. <laughs> she didn't She didn't go? SD didn't, didn't uh, decide to take Labor Day off. It'll read it. It's like Great Gatsby in high school. It's going to read it, but. Right over the new, top. new. Love that I, Casey. Like I could that. draw that cover for you, though. I could draw <laughs> with that. I could draw from memory. If you want a Gatsby cover, the nineteen eighty three edition, oh, beautiful tears. Like, yep. I made up a brand new book. I probably wrote two hundred <laughs> pages in my imagination based on that cover. I was like, beautiful eyes, Art and Deco, tear. and you're like, just read the fucking book. Uh, oyster. What was it? West Egg, my ass. West Egg. Fuck that. Okay. It's a, West Egg is actually in Jersey. Mm. All right. Let's go have a drink to... with Smash Mouth, F. Scott. Ooh, I just read that. That gave me the fucking chills. Yeah. I I got to tell you, Addiction took another song away from me. Those sons of that son of a bitch. Like, now I can't hear that I saw her face. And I'm in oh, track. Right. Oh, yeah. Now yeah. all I think about is him killing his liver so much that he's in hospice. I read it and it had no other details. Not that I need to know anymore. Right. I'll do like I did with Gatsby and just fill in the gaps. Right. But I was like, fuck, that guy's been drinking hard since 1995. He was doing shots off of Fatone's butt cheeks. I don't know. It it reset everything, so all the other ports were live, baby. They were hot. Oh, that that it was skunking. That's going to be that interesting. Beautiful talk of Miley. liver failure and and Gatsby's, mm-hmm. which is prescient, I guess. They both. Oh yeah. Smash mouth, smashed some, and so they did F. Scotty. Together. <laughs> Smash Scott Fitzgerald. Somebody. somebody. <laughs> oh, somebody else died. And oh, I'm I, a cheeseburger oh. in paradise. Oh, man. Everybody's oh, yeah, having one. a... And you know what he died from? I. That's what got me. That one, too. That and the Smash Mouth. Like, too many oh, banana boat creams on him. Just... Oh, I know. I just... I felt terrible. This is what a way to up, go. The yeah. one way you would have expected... I guess if you had to pick a way for Buffett to take that jet skidoo jet ski off to the <laughs> the pearly waves, would it be skin cancer? It's got to be up there, right? Too much sun. Too oh, much I mean, rock yeah. He, I suppose it would Boating, be sun or accident, maybe harpoon, but then definitely a horrible skin disease. Maybe it should have been. Maybe he should have taken one between the eyes when he couldn't get Hunter Thompson out of his. Florida just, home. Yeah. <laughs> he just gets shot by famous author. Yeah, that would have been a good. That's way a way to go. to go, though. He was. Um. He was. He was eighty, 80 something. That's Maybe seventy nine, eighty one. 
I thought he was younger. I don't know why. I was like, damn, Jimmy Buffett was 80? I won $1,000 from my wife because... um, Death pool? She said no. <laughs> yes, I had F. Scott smash <laughs> Gerald. Now, <laughs> Frywall death pool? <laughs> uh, and she had Buffett Scott's burger. <laughs> but no, it was... um. She said it was wasted away in Margaritaville. And I said, no, he's wasting away wasting, in Margaritaville. Yeah. And I was right. Waste in. Wait, maybe we're both wrong because it was waste I-N with a fun, fancy oh, apostrophe. The in. The little, he he was Southern a, cooking on that one. <laughs> yeah, he got Southern cooked. He was a billionaire. <laughs> he's one of those guys oh, that's like, fuck yeah. didn't go to grade school. <laughs> I'm a billionaire. Of course. <laughs> Uh, no, when we were in Florida uh, three summers ago, we stayed at an Airbnb that was uh, off the kind of beaten path. Yeah. When we were in Disney, in or- uh, it's like I said, in Orlando, and we had to pass this new development, and it was like fucking DC on lockdown, like high walls, and you're kind of like, what the oh, fuck is that? That looks oh. impressive. And then when you kind of crested the hill and you could peek in... It's like you are in Springfield. It's just it Margaritaville. It's oh, just a oh. place where you live. Holy in synthetic. This, like, right. It's like going to a sandals in Jamaica. Yeah, Ben. Or like Tulum when they're like, don't leave the resort. Yeah. You're like, I'll leave the resort. And then it's like, oh, shit. No, no, no. Yeah, you don't take But it. I love that this was in America. So this is keeping you away from us airbnb in an abandoned barrel. There's. Did you ever see the Florida Project? Was that the movie? Uh, no, I didn't. I heard it was good because it was an indie movie, like filmed on like an iPhone or like super yeah, DIY. It's kind of Larry Clarkian feeling. Yeah, very, very fucking gritty. You get the underbelly of those that live in Kissimmee. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's not oh, all right. fucking uh, Disney oh, World. Shit. There's people that live there that aren't there just for a week, and it, they live in hotels. You know, oh fuck! Yeah. It's a it's a hard one to watch. Why was I talking about? There oh yeah, you one... could stay away from them. Yeah, there's another one. I think it was called like Eight Homes or Seven Homes, mm-hmm. and it had uh, um, Michael Sheen in yeah. it and Andrew Garfield, and it's a similar story. It's like this guy got a bunco loan on his home, so they roused him, his wife, and his kids, and then he is living in a hotel with. A bunch of other families who have been booted from their homes. Mm-hmm. So he's like working side hustle jobs. And then the story is he falls in with um, Michael Sheen, who is a scumbag. But he's like, it's kind of like that greed speech in Wall Street where he just uh, kind of lays it out. And he's like, you can be one of them in the fucking hotel or you can have a fucking meal in front of you. What are you going to do? And the guy's like, well, I'm going to fucking work for you and take steal people's homes. <sighs> So it's not it's not gonna put you in a, a mindset. This actually to go about your day, care about your fellow man. For those of you out there that want to joy work this, take it jerk practice. Put your jerk practice mind on when you watch it because it can mm-hmm. be grim. But it also the 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 guy who runs the hotel, the one guy is Willem Dafoe, and he just has yes, to deal yes, with all these it. characters. So it's like ah, God, he's always like. There's always a, a guy Let's trying to buy like Willem Dafoe. There's always a, a pedophile trying to buy kids sodas, and he's always like, "Oh, oh god damn it!" He's like, "What do you want a sprite? I'll give you a sprite." And just always fighting with this pedophile, fighting with this cranky pedophile. <laughs> uh, 
I love this dystopian uh, fucking sitcom. Yeah. He's always arguing no. with the hotel across the street because, like, when people can't pay him, the hotel mm-hmm. across the street, like, or when he's got a ch- something, he's got a deal with the hotel across the street that's technically yeah. $5 more. But if he sends somebody over, like, they'll give him the same rate. And the guy's always like, we didn't make that deal. He's like, oh, it's, it's, it's gritty. It's gritty. Of course. And it's like, uh, just everybody's a fucking Willie Loman. Except she, you're arguing with other Willie Lomans she put, for $5 yeah, a night right. on a fucking roach motel. He's got to keep fighting with this woman because she keeps bringing John's home. But then she'll make her kid, like, lay down and, like, play oh. games in the tablet in the tub. Well, she had <laughs> oh, that guy's gonna be a fucking hell of a songwriter someday. That's like Tom Waits shit. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, speaking when of car uh, wall, Dad goes to get his nightly gin. Speaking of jerk practice mindset, welcome to the jerk practice podcast. I'm Case. I'm Hans. You may have heard what we've been doing. You may not. But we've been talking death. We've been talking uh-huh. buff, smash, buff. fits. How about kid who dies from chip challenge? Oh, you have the same note. I was like, Fantastic. oh, no. Yeah, I have the same note. I read it last night. What do you think? Uh, chip got him or other issues? That's, that's what I wondered because it wasn't presented by the most Re- trusted reputable. source. It was yeah. just some crummy fucking Twitter or X site that just posts salacious shit. So they didn't have any information other than a picture of this poor young man, Mm -hmm. prime of his life. Yeah, 17, something. Like, young kid, and then they're like, each chip dies. Like, I couldn't, so he could very well have, like, had two days to live. Oh, like, the last thing he wanted to do was eat a hot chip. Oh, oh. well, Like, they didn't have any info other than, like, to kind of do a native ad for those Ghost pepper chips you see at a fucking Pachio or gas, something. So I I have a little more info on it. I think I read it okay. from like the Tallahassee Register or something more reputable. Well, um, yeah. so kid, he was those chips are like thirty dollars for the chip challenge. Yes, yeah. but and somebody gave him like the this, chip, like a fucking you know it's, it's like a Dorito, a three inch. Yeah, it's like just a big Dorito, and it comes in chip. a coffin. Comes in a coffin and covered with fucking poison. Yeah, ghost pepper, and the one he had was just covered in ghost pepper and um, Carolina Reaper pepper. The thing about it is when it gets distilled down to that powder, it's just pure yeah. capsaicin. And capsaicin is oh, okay. what is in pepper spray. That is, that is Pepper spray oh, really fuck, is pepper spray. Duh. It's not synthetic. Okay. It's distilled down from peppers. And I've had hot sauce that right. I, Andrea brought home or Jesse had that is... The first ingredient is just pure capsaicin, like, yeah. and it is impossible. Now, most people have eaten these chips, so I'm not saying that this is, like, deadly. But one time, when we were doing, because we made a jalapeno wine down at the vineyard, mm-hmm. do they still make it? Um, did I send you a bottle of that? Yes, yes. Okay. You did, um, yeah, yeah. That had one of the reapers had that a- grew in it. It was good, it, but definitely, like, I was like, we can make a... Because you had suggested, like, um, yeah. cook with it, or you could do it, at, like, as a float on a, best, on a Bloody right? Mary, um, which is really good. So, when we make that, we use, like, 500 pounds of jalapenos, and to do that, you quarter them. So, you take mm-hmm. the top off, like, the yeah. stem off, and then you just cut it in half and cut it in half. So, quarters, right? So, it'll the yeah. 
the sh- the sugars will break See, down like the with the yeast sticks. more. Yeah. And uh, but you put it in a net because you have to you've got to get it out of the solution when it's ready when mm-hmm. all those sugars are eaten up. So that net is in a bucket. So when you lift that net to put it in the fermentation barrel, just mm-hmm. pure jalapeno juice is at the bottom. Pure green greenest yeah, right greenest dye you ever saw. Like, and I was I, like, I, here I, you go, Jess. I'm gonna drink it. Cooler. And I drank it, and it was about like I don't know quarter of an inch uh-huh. of a cup. And it's that feeling. I might have talked about this on the pod. It's that feeling that hits your head that just goes, "No!" Like, like I uh-huh. would imagine it's the feeling yeah. you get when you, like, really do something and it it sure. does kill you. Like, because my brain just went, "You thought it was funny, but this is hitting our system like we're gonna die." Right. And like so that it, moment when you leapt off the bridge and you're like, "Fuck! I don't actually want to die." Jesus. It, yeah. 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 That was the feeling. Like oh, no. you idiot. And instantly, my stomach cramped. Like. Like, oh. I got Houdini'd. Like, somebody, like, yeah. it felt like that. Like, somebody gut punched me without me seeing it. The wind knocked out of me. So, my, yeah. the only thing I could think of, and it wasn't, it wasn't like, because it goes down so straight, right? It wasn't mm-hmm. hot in my mouth. It was oh, all the no, fire, because yeah. I took it like a shot. All the fire was in my belly. And the only yeah. thing I could think about is, like, I got to distill this. I got to um, water this down. So, just drink water, mm-hmm. water. Not again, not because it was hot, just because I needed to, like. Your body was like, buddy. You better. Yeah, Do you something. better loosen this. So, and then I just had to lay down, but it was like just the most intense feeling, like you could die from food. So, anyways, Tallahassee oh. Register talks about this kid. He's given the chip. So, who's going to turn down a thirty dollars chip? So he didn't even buy it. Who you, look? Who you listening to? Yeah, come on. Uh, so he takes the chip. You know, I don't. Th- the The whole thing about the chip challenge is you eat it and put it on Instagram, and you know, yeah, I don't think right, he it's did all that. Grossly toxic. But he got sick to the same way I described to the stomach. Mm-hmm. So it says, and his to the point where his mom, this was at school, his mom came and picked him up. And he was complaining oh about God. stomach cramps. He laid yeah, down. Yeah. He had some like milk and water and said he felt better. And then she took him to football practice where he oh, proceeded no. to fall and die. I don't know oh if it was cardiac God. arrest or whatever. So again, is it from a hot chip? I don't know. Maybe he had something else going on, and sure, that right, added yeah. that blood pressure just enough to put it over the hump. Oh man, that's like a story written by AI. Yeah, like it has all of the sad clickbait yeah. elements of it. Uh, it really does, doesn't it? Young, young kid, fluky internet challenge, TikTok challenge, football practice, heart attack, and you're just like, what the? How it couldn't have gotten worse? It, it's kind of like you hear about. Kids, this happens, it's like exclusively at football practice. It's kids that drink or take too much caffeine. Like, probably like thousands like, of milligrams. Like, and they'll oh, just have a heart right. attack. They'll You're have not, like the inhalant, the pills, the drinks, which like drinks now can I, have like 400 milligrams in right? one go. Because you can just go to the gas. Like, I'm just putting myself in that position. And it's like, you know, when you could, you just fucking crush. I Dew, do it. Mountain Dews and like Pib Extra. I have know, Bolt. What was that? Jolt or Bolt? Jolt. I do. Is I it... got a new one. It's called Bang Root Beer Blaze. <laughs> and it's Root 300 milligrams of caffeine Ooh. plus amino acids. I have one split like half a day when I do work and then I have to do work later on at night. Uh, and it's no, no joke. If you're like 16 and you're doing like 
fucking getting those little five hour energies like constantly because you're feels chasing good. it because you're a fucking kid you're like chasing mm. a buzz you like it just is what you do it's and like, then to go to fucking football practice the it's worst fucking, thing ever go August, play a video game september oh, like so hot right it's fucking you said tallahassee it's probably a hundred oh. and five degrees humidity for real yeah yeah good so point the kid it's so is hot. just dehydrated like if you had drank ten black coffees, you'd you'd just be like, ugh. You know, it could I mean, go ahead. I get it. Like when I go to work now, and like it's been so fucking hot here, and yeah. we're on the patio, and like, and if I don't drink, you know, I had two two coffees, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> they, uh, and I'm just walking around. It could be there's that other thing you can get water poisoning. Where your mm-hmm. liver stops functioning. So maybe we don't know that he was in his room, like, chugging a gallon of water or something. But Right. It's like one extreme to take care of another extreme and then another yeah. extreme. And that sucks. Sucks for that kid. It's not and funny. And also just that, like, fucking TikTok-y sort of. Chip Scott Fitzgerald. There was, like, fucking, was it Benadryl or one of the allergy medicines that was, like, at the end of the winter, the early spring? It was just, like... And it was just kids taking allergy medicine? And Probably like, was Benadryl, yeah. Same thing. Like, a 15-year-old kid just fucking died. And he was. they were filming it. Ugh. Like, him and his friends. And the thing is, I, I'm not stupid. I'm maybe not I, yeah, anymore I'm not, like, and other stuff, probably. But when I was young, sure. Sure. sure it's like... All the, think of all the kooky what makes it sound like we went to high school in 18... No, in the 1890s. We kind of like, did. We're closer you know, to that kid time. Is, you're like... Oh, I heard if you smoke a banana peel, right? Or right. if you fucking like, <laughs> dude, those fucking kids who would do the like choke out game where they just uh. choke themselves to the point of nearly fainting, or if you were dumb enough, you would just fucking faint and crash into the desks. I remember I used to go into people's medicine cabinets and take their, because I didn't even do research for good medicines. I remember I went into our buddy Colin's medicine cabinet and I snorted his dad's heart medication. <laughs> I, sh- I mean, that's at- that's dumber than any kid we've just talked about. You know what I mean? That's an oh, actual yeah. pharmaceutical. It should have thinned my blood to the point of where it was right, and also coming out of my pores. Uh, thank God, Colin's dad wasn't one fucking pill too too short. That's, like, I never even, that's how selfish I am. Never even thought about the it. Fucking, the fucking moth flies out of it. Oh, it's that great short. There's an amazing short. Um, it's a South African short. I think it's South Africa. It's African, and it's about this guy who mistreats like it's this. Oh, it is South African. It's a South African mm-hmm. apartheid guy who mistreats like mm-hmm. these people, these black people that work for him, and he's out golfing. And he fucking has a heart attack. And he's like, my pills! And the guy just right at him. Foot comes out, pushes those pills slightly farther away. Kick that out of the way. What are you uh, talking about? Oh, they fell over there. Um, no, it's like, yeah, yeah. dumb kid. Dumb, dumb kids, kids dumb shit. Even sucks. in the 20s. Like, one of my old roommates like came home. It doesn't matter. He came home and he was like, fellas, found this on the subway. And he he was good with the crazy eyes. So yeah, I was like, yeah, he might have yeah. already had a couple, couple slugs somewhere sure. on the way home. Couple bennies, just like, like, there's no label on them. And they fell out of someone's pocket. Who wants to snort these pills with me? <laughs> That's so <laughs> nuts. Like, I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm not really the snorting kind. But you know what? I'll I'll sit here, 
have a beer, and make sure maybe you... go to my room, yeah, do some work, come back out, check on you, just in case. You probably need a steady hand, and just like they kind of just they fucking snorted them, and we're all jacked up, and just just the well, slow that's evolution their head of doing just it, yeah. getting hot. They're just like. My stomach hurts and I'm really hot. Because <laughs> you took Which, a random pill. You don't know. Yeah, you don't Thankfully, know the fillers that are in it. Any it's of that before shit. like that you could look it fucking up fentanyl or like oh. what started to come to New York before we left was that shit, that crocodile. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. would just fucking rot you down to a corpse. It was called crocodile because it made your skin turn to fucking rotten stone. <laughs> Which is like a Batman drug when you're reading right. a, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like a future Batman episode. Here's how much that shifted for me. A neighbor mm-hmm. who's older yeah. kind of has like, I don't know, he's got, a, he's got a vibe to him. He's so old and so quiet. And he always wants yeah, to yeah. like shake the girl's hands. I'm like, just oh, say, yeah. just wave, say hi. He, it's for all intents, intents and purposes. He's very nice. And he came over and brought two tomatoes and he grows grapes, like these beautiful bunches of grapes. Oh, cool. And so uh, 20 years ago or 25 years ago, I'm snorting heart medication, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not eating these grapes because he could be a fucking serial killer and put poison on these grapes. But I'm also a cheapskate. So I'm like, oh, I eat a few of these grapes. Delicious. Dad will cut them in half and just give me an hour. I tried. I tried that. Girls I get the I green light. and waited. And they're delicious. <laughs> Gave tomatoes to that I was too worried about, like that had a crack because he grew a tomato. I was like, you could uh-huh. inject right there in the crack, and I wouldn't know. So I fed it to my dogs, and they're alive, and they're both dead. Yeah. Speaking of AI and the chip story, Casey, how yeah. bullshit is this or not? You tell me. Oh yeah. So there's a new podcast out where like the late night hosts come together, and uh, oh, Jimmy right. Kimmel, like Jimmy the... Fallon. Uh, Stephen Colbert and Seth Meyers. Seven Swords for the Sun or some shit. Yeah, five something. It's got a very grandiose name. And they're doing it and all the money is going towards the writers, right? They're doing it because of the writers, right? And then I read that and I was like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. You know, they're staying busy. Mm -hmm. Um, It would be awful if they were keeping the money, but they're not. Um, But Bill Maher came out and said this. Gotta love Bill Maher. Oh God! So he's, he's had a Bill Maher doesn't support the WGA. Says no writer is allowed. To, uh, no writer is owed a living. Quote unquote. I mean, it must be. It's nice to cast aspersions from the catbird seat. Right, right, like, right. <laughs> you've been a famous comic of varying degrees. Of, like years. I've never been a super. I guess I liked his original show. DC Cab? Well, God, DC Cab is fantastic, but let's be fair. He's not. Mr. T is a hundred times funnier than he is in DC Cab. Those two gay twins are better. The Barbarian Brothers? The Barbarian Brothers, yeah. (laughs) The gay twins. I thought they were. Yeah, they're brothers. They're not lovers. Uh Busey, of course. Even Busey's oh, fuck, he's yelling racist words at the other cab drivers is funnier than Bill Maher is. Doesn't he say, like, the big the big racists? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. hard Busey. With like, ease. only Busey can. Oh, no. It's like, I would compare... It's a new lexicon. This is going to be... Uh, you go Nick Nolte, 48 hours. Does he for, use t- Oh, you better... 
<laughs> not throw in 48 hours anytime soon. <laughs> no. Because you'll never see anyone call Eddie Murphy the N-word or the varying degrees of creative racial slurs that Eddie Murphy gets called by Nick Nolte in that movie. Does he come back with honk you in, I guess? Because what? Yeah. I, yeah. Like, he gets punched wow. in the face a lot by, like, Nick Nolte abuses Eddie Murphy for that whole movie, and Eddie Murphy just takes it and then has all the funny parts. Yeah, of course. Great movie. Uh, but then, yeah, Busey yeah, in DC Cab is oh. the same. I remember that. You, I, I, you, Timmy, and I watched it when we first moved to, to Brooklyn. We oh, were yeah. all hanging out late one night, and we were like, you know... It's Put the it buddies that are living together again. So we just watched all these great movies that we hadn't watched in forever. And that was just like the. Oh, oh. my goodness. It did give Timmy a good impression. Good stage impression, which is great. Um, um But yeah, I'm sorry. we were. T- oh, Bill Maher. You were saying. Oh, uh, yeah. But he has but writers on the show. Hot? Is he is he paying them? Is he buying their lunches on the fucking picket line no he's not doing anything he's he right. he, he clearly is pissed because he's not working and now is prime bill maher time right if you think about what's going oh, on in oh, his yeah. realm he's oh, got to be fuming. fucking steaming he's fuming then write it your fucking oh yeah so would he be a member of the writers guild i don't it depends it depends on what he's done for work um and if he's written for a tele tell like a televised television show or a, a feature film but he writes for his own show right and he would probably have to be a member of the writers guild if, if he, he was chooses, still doing straight if he chooses right he doesn't have to scab he should never have to no he yeah. has enough money to for his own health insurance and all that shit so he technically could still be doing stand-up right now oh i'm sure he is i mean he's um, a he's a working dog like at the end of his show he announces like five gigs every weekend. Like that dude fucking works. I think he's a workaholic. So, yeah. I, I, it's a long I strike. I think he's huh? just pulling his gimmick now. Mm. I think he's just being contrarian. He's good at that. To get some heat because he, like, I don't, he, I, because I think that's really shitty thing to say. Yeah. To especially say. if you employ writers. Right. And, the those late night guys it's people nice we know. that yeah right and it's nice that they're doing that to put money back in the coffers but you know like that i list i i heard some clips from it and uh, they were cherry picked but whew, those boys they was not well they don't <laughs> they need a few nerds <laughs> in the closet yeah need a little they got they Conan's not mo- on it they were mosey and jp territory conan's not a part of it which is interesting and he's still got his show coming out, but he doesn't have a writer for his show. I think he pays his people. And he has his producers he always has, that he yeah. has on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he can get away with it because he's not in the guild and he doesn't have a writer's room. So he can just keep but on keeping But when he did, on. I remember his thing was he's just like, he paid all his writers their salary. Um, speaking of heat case, Rex Howerman, Gilgo Beach murder. Did you hear about him? No. He's getting sued. For Ooh. labor laws. <laughs> when it rains, it pours. Uh, that guy, I'm yeah. Trying to hang he just four can't bodies catch on a me, break. And I'm, get, and I'm getting sued for not paying overtime. lunch breaks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's hey, over. That oh, guy. He is a killer. 
Yeah. Yeah, that, no I don't know what's payment. worse. Not overtime. No. Uh, you don't get a 15 today, buddy. You came in. You, Does that we seem cut you like right dog? In. I mean, he's about to go to jail forever. Does New, New York solve the yeah. death penalty? No. No. So he's not getting off easy. Does he have any money left to sue him for? Uh, I, You know what they're going to get is they're going to get the Just money from his, his book deal. Like any book that comes out, right? They'll, they'll be able uh, to suck that money off. Even though he's technically, they have those laws, the Son of Sam laws. Where right. you can't profit in prison, unless your buddies with a crooked security guard. Yeah, there you go. Um, so any of his any but, of his lovely paintings. Uh, yeah, so, but that doesn't mean his family can't profit. So I guess if his family profits, that money gets going to get sucked up. But you know, it's going to get sucked up by the victims. And, of course, I mean, yeah. it's not their fault that their father's a piece of shit. No, no, no. That no. always that's always a bummer. It's like BTK. She wrote a book. She got a show and. She didn't get a fucking dime. It's so funny that you say that. I was at work uh, a few days ago, and I don't know what channel it was on because I couldn't recognize it. And they just have two small TVs over the bar, usually ESPN or Mm -hmm. fucking Weather Channel or whatever. But this one looked like off-brand network, and they never kind of said what it was. It's on Hulu. It, It looked like... It looked like a Fox. It looked like an MSNBC, but it mm-hmm. gave you enough graphics to just like settle in. But then you're like, this just feels off. Yeah, you know, it's like the the uh, all the uh, the Superman outside the man's Chinese theater. You're like, God damn it, that <laughs> motherfucker don't look like Christopher Reeve. Clooney, Clooney except Batman. he's got bucked ass teeth. <laughs> yeah, those Clooney Batman, so scary. No teeth on on the oh. bottom jaw. And you're like, okay, so it they look it looks right. It, Feels like it should be right. Uncanny and I Valley. Just, every, exactly. Uncanny Valley. So I'd walk by and just kind of try to peek just out of my own curiosity. And then at the end of the night, we were closing. We still had people in there. And I looked up and it literally just was like three hosts, these news hosts. And they were just showing BTK pictures yeah. of him dressed in wigs with makeup. Oh yeah, this and is in on their Hulu. clothes. Yep, yep. It's fucking and yeah. tied up like it was the. I was like, That's... why is this on in a restaurant? <laughs> and also, disturbing. what what are you like? And they didn't give any indication no other than nothing. like how you and I talk about it. it was like oh, I ran across a couple of weird photos of BTK, and it just they were like, right, we got nothing else to talk about. All right, let's show these fucking awful photographs. You just gave me. A fucking, not a million dollar idea, but an idea that doesn't seem like as much work. Times Square, Gorman's Chinese Theater, whichever, I guess, because I'm in New York, Times Square. Yeah. Out west. I'll be the Dahmer you can take a picture with. I'll be the BTK you can take a picture with. Oh, man. For tips? For tips. For pictures. You know, if, like, the the older kids, like, don't really. Get that phone up. Venmo, tip yep, me. Don't you take your it. wallet out. Just bump. Just bump How me. How easy. I got Dahmer done. I go in my closet right now. I got Dahmer. I got my glasses. You put your phone in a severed hand. Boom. Within and arm's just reach. Oh, right there. God. I mean, what do you think you pull down? hundred bucks, probably. Do that uh, seven days a week. You probably pull down two hot nights where you're like, fat stacks, baby. I'm set. And then Bucktooth Superman <laughs> chokes you with a fucking pantyhose. <laughs> Because he's like, this was mine. 
then you, you have took a, it from me. Then you're viral as Jeffrey Dahmer fighting Superman. <laughs> Which would be way better than Zod. Oh, I can't wait to watch The Flash. It's on HBO Max. I haven't seen it yet. Saw a trailer got me pumped for it, actually. I had Keaton in the Batsuit, and again, Michael Sheen. Michael Shannon? Michael Michael Shannon Shannon. was not, apparently not happy about coming back to do that role. Michael Shannon was in the other movie. But yeah, Yeah. I... Whatever. I don't think he was happy the first time. I don't either. What the the fuck? I'll take some money. What, um... Just give him more screen time. He's great. He is fucking great. Yeah, he's... And we'll say it again. Good dude. The one time I met him. Good dude. Like that's all I it love, takes. Like I listened to him talk about acting, and I was just like, "I know you're a good guy because he's intense. He's got like yeah. a yes, he really is gravitas." And it was just like they were asking him about like doing scenes and acting, and you know, seems like it's. I would assume if you're that caliber of actor who's nominated when you most of the time when you do something right. Uh, which is cool. I listened to a, a River or not a, a, a Joaquin Phoenix interview, and he had kind of a similar thing, which I was like, so profoundly like Joaquin Phoenix is rad. Interesting, like, kind of on the fence, but and I'll go to his. But Michael Shannon was just like, yeah, every scene, it's just, it's just two people. One one person wants to get something from somebody else. That's mm, yeah. it. Like super sure. like. They either want you to stop you from doing something or you want to like to. And it was just this like, oh, but if you're as good as him and he's like, that's it. Like, I don't he it could be weird, like dressed as Zod. And he's like, it doesn't matter if it's highbrow, lowbrow, just like find your center. And it's just this it's combat. Every scene should be some type of combat. Like, I want something. You want something. Sometimes they're together. Sometimes they're against each other. He's like, that's it. That beats it's like, like that's fucking it. That beats like going on. And you're like, oh, what is this clip? Lawrence Olivier tells the secret of acting, or it's like, mm-hmm. uh, who's that? Who played Gandhi? Not uh, oh, uh, ben, ben Kingsley. Kingsley. I, I for whatever reason I'm thinking though too. It's like, whoa, what do they have to say? And they're like, learn your lines. And you're like, Fuck yeah, off. right. Well, and that's what, <laughs> I know what, you gotta learn your lines. Like it they're was on Smartless that. that we that Ash and I listened to it when we were coming back from Wisconsin. And they asked him that Who? question. Joaqu- or, uh, Joaquin Phoenix was on Smart Oh, oh okay. Uh, so they were like, you know, you know, acting, I bet you hate that question. And he kind of just chuckled and was like, yeah, I, I, I do fucking hate it. And then they kept talking. But then it came around and he actually was able to Converse explain his method. Mm-hmm. Just very simple. And he just was like. It kind of addressing people thinking he's weird or difficult because he goes into that movie with, that he made with Casey Affleck where he said he quit acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a perfect example. He's like, he's like, it's just pretend. Yeah. He's like, and and the hardest part is getting over being embarrassed and looking like an asshole. I've heard that before. I've heard that. And he's and I was like, oh. So he's like, so if you can just. Put yourself, if the director, the set, the costume, yourself, person you're working with, he's like, it's all just pretend. Just pretend. Mm -hmm. So don't be afraid. Don't overthink it. Like, don't get in your own head that you're dressed like the Joker, tip tap dancing (laughs) through a toy store. Because he's like, once you start thinking like that, you're not going to do it. It And you're going to be worried about what people think, how you feel. And he was like, it's just playing pretend and trying to keep that 
And I was like, that's fantastic, because it really is all it is. It's true, right? Think about this. It's all make-believe. It's all bullshit. So if you can just cut through all that outside shit, and you show up, and you're like, you've got a big 70s mustache and bell-bottoms. You look like a dweeb, but... If you can use that to just, you're pretending to be somewhere. I was like, that's why he's amazing. Because he does all these crazy intense. And he talked about that you were, that movie that he did, You're Not Here or whatever. Yeah, where yeah, yeah. He pretended to be the rapper. And he put it forward. He was like, that was the worst part. The hardest part for me was keeping up the pretend. Because he's like, I know people know I'm fucking around. Like, he was convinced. Like, he talked about being on Letterman. Yeah, I remember that. And he's like, it was so hard for me to break because Letterman played along great and it was really fucking funny and I had to keep it together not just to break the care, like, break that moment because he was like, it's fucking absurd. What we're doing is crazy. Yeah. And, like, it kind of, it's like getting the giggles in class when you're like, I can't, I can't laugh, I can't laugh. And he's like, the further it got and the more it got into the fucking system and the rumor mill and the TMZ. And he's just like, it just got funnier and more abstract and fucking, he was like, it was so difficult. Yeah, it must've been crazy to be in the middle of it. Cause he's like, I had to go out and rap. And he's like, I can't, I'm not good at it, but I had to do it. <laughs> just what a great fucking, uh, you know, just you're, he's so much stronger for it. And he's oh, put yeah. on like every performance he's done since then has been unreal. Oh, yeah. And everybody said he was done because he was crazy. That's what that's what he talks about. He's like, it was really fun to do. And I enjoyed it, even all of that. And then he's like, it registered with me. No one wanted to work with me anymore. Right. Because everybody was fucking mad that I tricked them. Mm-hmm. And it was just in his, still in his mode of like, I was just playing pretend. This is absurd. It's silly. It should just be silly. You should, we should just be allowed to like not overthink it. And the first call he got, because his agent was like, nobody's fucking calling. Because he's like, I'll do anything now. Before <laughs> then, he was kind of like, you know, you pick and choose the winners. He's like, not going to do everything. But then he was like, I can't, I'll do fucking anything. Didn't he like, do like nothing. the Bible sales movie after that or? Yeah, that was the only person who called him was yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson. He got and he nominated did the master. For an award for that. The master. Yeah. The Bible salesman. And he was fucking amazing in it. And yeah. he just. It's just played some off the wavelength fucking dope who was beyond getting brainwashed by L. Ron uh, basically L. Ron Hubbard. What oh, was I going to say about that? Um, oh, yeah, the pretend thing. You, you, you know what? You're right. If you you have to get out of your head, how many times do you remember we'd be rehearsing before a show at oh, the yeah, creek yeah. or something, and some random person would walk in, and instantly it'd be, oh, eh. hey man, because it's so crazy that out right. of context it didn't. F- I wish, I wish, sure, wish I you was just, just in my head. I wish I had that advice, just like you just mentioned. But I'd be like, instantly in my head, like this does this you isn't know. in the context of a show. They are walking in the middle of something, and we're working something out, and it's not uh-huh. there, so I'm just not going to do it. Right, and you think, like, you know, if we were on a movie set trying to do it, and some somebody went, eh, but, yeah, takes you out of it. It's not just you and I rehearsing on a black box theater on a stage, and our own, just like, that's how we work, so you coming in takes us out of it, so then we got to, like, recalibrate. But if you're on a movie set, like that... 
you have lighting, you Everything. have sound, you have extras in, in a big movie, you have like 200 people that are moving. So it's just like, so if you fuck it up, you know, like that's why Christian Bale, there's that video of him. I was just going to say, you have a little more empathy somebody. for him, huh? But if you think about it in that context, it's like, yeah, he's mad, but he's not mad for himself. Like, of course, he's mad he's got to do it over. Yeah. But he's mad that they have to reset the fucking cameras. They have to reset the lights. They have to reset the sound. They have to reset the extras. It's like, you just cost us time and fucking thousands and thousands of dollars. Because right. you're fucking around back there. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Oh, God. That makes but, me anxious. But you're right. I Yeah. So that really clicked with me because I'm, I'm like you, like, just immediately. That just idea of, like... <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh. Hey. Let me explain. I'm playing Nick Nolte. I don't actually say those words. Oh, it's God. in a sketch. That'll be an interesting cold tag this week, fellas and, and <laughs> ladies and Lellas. Uh, Casey, I got a new beverage for you. Ooh. Hard Arizonas. Oh, yes, yes. You sent the pic, and I, I, I was like, are you? Looks like they're hanging in a bodega. Looks beautiful. Everything. Pretty little maids all in a row. Is hard now. Everything's gotten hard. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that hasn't hardened, there must be some kind of comic books code, soda books code, because like they haven't done a hard do. They haven't done a there hard is. Coke. I saw it. Oh, hard do. They it. have oh. it. <laughs> I've seen okay, it. Take it back. I'm glad you reminded me because I saw it at the store a few weeks ago, and I was like, "Did I read that right?" And it's like a all black can, kind of has these baroque gold laurels sort of mm. growing on it. Nice. It has the same exciting wowie zowie do logo. Sure, but it's a little smaller. Mm. And then the hard do kind of looks like. It's carved out of wood, mm, oh, kind nice. of in a that same cut? Baroque. And I was like, hard do. Can they mm. do that, though? No pun intended. Because I thought they made it illegal to mix caffeine and alcohol in a can due to like the Sparks Loco craze. I think we were consuming illegal amounts of <laughs> caffeine to <laughs> alcohol ruined it ratio. For the rest of them, just like the school yeah. field trips. Uh yeah, I think that was just the amount of malt liquor and the amount of caffeine. They're like too much. Okay, all right, everybody. Yeah, our livers were in Smash Mouth territory for a while there. Like you just that shit would eat through concrete. I'm thinking Sparks specifically for those of you out there that don't know it. In the orange can with sugar, blue can, sugar free, no carbs, sugar free, whatever. So whatever other. Forever chemical that gives it for taste like fucking chemical, man. Nickels. Um yeah, hard Arizona's. Everything's getting hard. Hard tea, yeah. Hard tea. What? I mean there's hard teas, yeah. right? Uh tasted isn't there a few at a family a... gathering. No, there's not iced tea in a Long Island. I mean, tea. Long Island has no tea in it. But it's it so like... filthy mixed. <laughs> Somebody's like, I guess it's tea. I don't know, because everybody, because tea is terrible. Old tea is terrible. This is terrible. I love that, that they're like, because all of them is together, it tastes like a nothing. No, it tastes like nothing because it's filled with sour mix and coke. It's It's not that the gin negates the vodka. It pairs well. It dances well with the vodka. And that tequila gives it that agave sweet. No, it's just 
incremental amounts of alcohol all mixed together that just tastes like you go oh mm, okay. i get it That's it's booze. fun I, like when you're younger and you don't have to worry about a hangover that'll last a month throw a couple oh, yeah. long islands down in the gullet but oof, it's just sparks hard it milk. Real, it's just sugar and oh mm. you could do a good hard ha- milk a hard lactate could you do a hard milk and you you sell it like that like in the nice glass bottle you know, I, you, you got to do it live, delivered it by a done. milk guy in, with tattoos and a in hawk. front of you, because that's got to separate. Uh, the yeah, alcohol will separate real fucking quick, and you'll just get that like curdled flake. We've Unless done it. you can spin it, where you're like, "That's booze milk curds. It's good stuff. Oh, omega threes. <laughs> they uh, Boo- boozy toast. They, I think, have since made this illegal. Oh, man, I just got the weirdest, like, full-body sensation. Mm-hmm. Like, it took me back to Dinky Town. Like, my whole oh, body just went there. God. I could smell it. I could feel it. I could yeah. taste it. I could I could feel the Certix liquor store going Certix. in there. Certix! They used to make this Ooh. vodka called UV Vodka. Oh, yeah. And it was just a brand. Yeah. Now, people still get away with it. Like, Smirnoff will make, like, cupcake vodka. But I think they mm-hmm. made... UV illegal because some email came out. They were like, we need vodka for kids. Make it bright. Make it sugary and sweet. So UV vodka was blue raspberry, green apple, oh, fruit yeah. punch, and All vanilla. Electric, electric colors. UV, hence the name. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was super cheap, too. And I remember we, I've never, I've definitely been sicker, but like, Got so sick. I guess at the time, so sick early on because we were just like, right. we'll buy a pint of a carton of chocolate milk and a bottle of vanilla UV vodka, and you slug oh, it like you're God. drinking Cuddy Sark yeah. and Coke, right? So you take a slug of one, take a slug of the other, so it doesn't have time to curdle outside In, of the body. It go, right? It does its business <laughs> inside, so it makes but yogurt. that boozy cheesecake factory oh. that is your guts. Oh, it threw up so much. Wow. I l- It just goes to show you, you think, you're like, I think I got all fucking figured out. I graduated Mm. high school. I'm in college. I'm an adult. No actual adult is like, you know what I need right now? Chocolate milk and (laughs) hard liquor. Sure. Except for the one guy that lives down the street from me. Uh, (laughs) It is. Well, go back, right? Look at... um, Remember Meg's trumpet player, good friend Jay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, big, tough dude, deep voice. Mm-hmm. He's actually... Yeah. He's doing something super impressive. He's a, like a, a Broadway guy now. Um, he uh, he found, like, uh, a picture, uh, his high school picture. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, that's a fucking... He's already... That's a baby. If you go back and look at your high school picture, you go like, oh, oh that's not... A, you think you're so old. No, no, no. 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 You are... A fool. Just a child. A child. A fucking child. Yeah. That's crazy. That's why that's why we should still like uh like an old um uh who wrote the um who's the playwright who wrote all the stories about old timey Brooklyn? Matthew Broderick was one in the play. You're gonna know it. Arthur Miller, maybe? No. Arthur Miller. Who's the other who wrote Death of a Salesman? Arthur Miller? Yes, I believe so. Who wrote Glengarry Glen Ross? No, he's contemporary. Oh no, that's um. God damn it! I can't think of his uh, fucking name now. But yeah, he's uh too many 
chocolate vodkas for me in my time because I can't think of. <laughs> I can't remember anything. He wrote a story that the the Matthew Broderick played it on Broadway, and then Jonathan Singleton played it in the film. Was that the fucking Bushwick Papers or whatever? Yeah, yes, like I keep thinking Spike Bensonhurst Benson something. That's Spike of Bensonhurst that had Cody. Oh, from God, it's like because the cover, yeah, step by step. Uh, it had anyways, a fucking Silverman in it, and yes. they're like hanging out on a stoop. It basically, but it goes back to remind you, like, yeah, you should still live with your parents, like old timey, until right. you're old enough to own your own hat shop and not just be a fool that quits his hat job when just when his boss gives you too much lift. Gives you too, yeah. It's World War Two, and we're Jewish. It's not time to lose your hat job. Right, you leave the house when you bought a house. Right. Oh, you know who's in that movie? A young with hair, uh, 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 George Costanza playing oh, a pool Alexander. shark. Jason Alexander. He plays like a Brooklyn hard pool shark with a pack of cigarettes rolled up in his sleeve. It's amazing those <laughs> iconic roles that you that can now. never go back. Yeah, God, it's gonna drive me crazy. Everyone out there can't think of it. I had it on VHS because uh, Curtis Mathis was having a. Oh yeah, they that were, was they were clearing one out of those some faded movie posters that hung. In one of the the fucking indie. Brighton Beach memoirs. Brighton Beach memoirs. That's there it, it is. Yep. Boom. And I no idea. Uh, that's where I went. That's how my. I think I've seen part memoirs. of it because it obviously, as anyone listening knows, we had encore. I think it played, and I was like, "This looks like a movie that might." I don't know. Might get to see someone in lingerie. I guess old timey lingerie. Do you remember? Never. Saint, but oh no, it was something. Neil Simon wrote it. Neil Simon. Neil there you Simon go. was the guy, so I was wrong on everything. Do you remember the yeah. movie on Encore? Could have been Stars, but slipped to Encore quick. It had a kid. The only thing I can remember, he was eventually slightly older, and he was in Hackers. And it took place. It was the most depressing movie. It took place during the Depression, and mm-hmm. he was living in New York. He was living in an apartment, yes. and his dad had to go on the road to like make money as a door-to-door salesman. He's like, "Here's the deal." I gave the guy, I was like, oh my God, I'm so depressed. I gave the guy downstairs my watch. And so he promised to give you 30 meals for the next 30 days while I go out and try and make money. And the kid goes down and he's like, "Uh, I'm here for my meal. And the guy's like, what meal? Okay, here's the deal. I'll give you 30 dinner rolls. And so the the whole movie is about him just surviving on 30 dinner rolls as people around him, like slowly their apartments get liquidated and they like kill themselves. Oh my god, I do vaguely remember this movie. Yes. I can see it in my mind because it was so grungy and and I was like, oh, the set designers did a fantastic job. It did. He gets wrapped on the back. He likes to collect cigar wrappers. And for whatever reason, a cop, just because he's got nothing better to do, is like, hey, get out of here. Like, won't let him collect cigar wrappers. All right, this is going nowhere, folks. they don't make movies like... Give me a fucking uh, Spider-Man four. Right, right. Yeah, you, you think you think you you want some indies back, but you don't. Speak case. I went bowling yesterday. Oh no way! How was First it? First time bowling in probably since I was with you and Adam Van Conant twenty right like years at ago. that that bar in, in uh, Minneapolis, right? Minneapolis, yeah. where Adam couldn't wait. The first thing he did was went to a vending machine and <laughs> vended Boss a glove. Months. Vended a, yes, a bowling glove. We did shows there, for God's sakes. Oh, Bryant Lake Bowl. Oh, that did. I'm thinking of a different place, but yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Oh shit, yes. You know the place that I'm place thinking of was down the street from that first apartment that 
Dustin and I lived in. Yes, it's exactly. It's where what I'm they of. they filmed that um Comedy Central bowling show, where they oh, settled their Chris scores Hardwick? bowling. Right, Chris Hardwick. Let's bowl or whatever. No, Chris Hardwick ended up doing a version of that for Nerdist. But yes, I forgot about that, and it was in Minneapolis. That was that bowling it wasn't on long because it was bad, but it was not funny at all. <laughs> like no. Zero fun. Me. But uh, I was like, I recognize that bowling alley. That was one of like that was like a big Lebowski yes, style yes. bowling alley. It had like twenty lanes and no one was ever fucking there. Get this though. I was so Ruby, we play Nintendo bowling, so like mm-hmm. she goes back to school tomorrow, so I was like, let's surprise her with bowling. And it was a, it was a blast, but Mm-hmm. We were looking. I was like, "Let's go out of the city because bowling. I don't want to fucking pay out the nose for bowling." Go to Bowlerama or whatever. But <laughs> there's a place, Joywork. If anybody's in New York, why in the world would you come to New York and go bowling? No, the people from New York and you're yeah. just here and like fucking. So there's a place called 360 Bowl. It's in Astoria. Check mm-hmm. this out. Two hours unlimited bowling with shoes. Ten bucks. That that's cheap, a right? Fantastic deal. They have ping pong tables. That is way cheap. They have air hockey. They for all of you out there that aren't me, that aren't Smash Junior. Uh, they have <laughs> a full bar, and they have like uh-huh. a menu. It's really really fun. And they have one side like it's a huge. It's a where yeah. it's a huge alley. One side that's yeah. league bowling. No fucking yeah. disco lights. No disco lights. No frill of frail. This is fucking. Wooden lanes and Tommy's white pins. lanes, Watertown, South Dakota. As fluorescent lighting as you ever saw. Right. I, I would imagine the ashtrays come up like a speakeasy at night, right? Oh, For, yeah. They got to be those aluminum ones. Yeah. You used oh, to have at a fucking McDonald's and Burger King. Yes. Um, but then the other side is like lights and flashing and mm-hmm. music videos yeah. and shit. Uh, it was so fun. But Ten, ten bucks? Yeah, fuck, isn't that dude. awesome? I, uh, it was great. I instantly... Uh, rolled like uh first of all i like instantly lifted up even a bowling ball with my right arm and my left shoulder (laughs) fuck you uh but i rolled and i was like ooh, rolled a spare first round uh didn't go well for the next hour and that's where you peaked 59 minutes i peaked first roll first well second roll (laughs) getting that spare oh right but but yeah had a few french fries rolled a few rollies it was fun it's fun. It's fun. I don't and need to bowl for now. another year or two, but it's fun. Ten bucks. Yeah, that, can't come can't on. beat it. Can't beat it. Maybe I'll go alone. <laughs> <laughs> Remember bowling shoes? Remember Airwalk? There, I was telling Meg, I was oh, like, damn, Airwalk yes. put themselves on the map by making bowling shoes a, rec- a like a sought like after a recreational shoe. That's an insane thing to me. Those are getting so ugly. Bowling shoes from a thrift store and or kids stealing bowling shoes from the bowling alley <laughs> right, right. during that time. And the thing about that stolen bowling shoe or a deceased man's yes, league more shoes. More likely, yeah. Banned from they're the league slick. Shoes. They're very slick. On fucking everything. <laughs> yeah, they're dangerous. So there's no way you're like, I'm going to high school. You're like It's like wearing fucking ice boots. <laughs> if ice boots were a thing. Other than Mario. I uh, <laughs> I will say I was a little nervous because I had a, got my bowling shoes, took off my, my sneakers, my New Balance, 
big old mm-hmm. hole in the heel on my sock. Oh. So I went skin to din. Skin to skin, skin, skin to dingy. They put that spray. They put yeah. that binaca in I there suppose. that I think is just water, probably. Hand, foot, and mouth. And of course, Dell's like <laughs> sucking on the bowling balls. And... <laughs> Trying to put, like, eat one of these poison grapes, it'll kill all that bacteria. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, so yeah, it's a little bowling. So I mean, man, I'm just bowling. living, living life. You got to have experiences in life, man. I know you got to get out. Oh my god, this you'll appreciate this. My uh, mother's birthday was the other day, so I texted my dad the day before, and I was like, "Hey, just a heads up, are you going to be home to?" To receive flowers for mom, I'm going to send her flowers. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I forgot to send flowers. So he just was like, oh, yeah. Like wishing her. I was like, oh, sorry. I said I was going to do something and didn't. But happy birthday. I was like, God, fucking fuck loser. Just that's well, you got to stay clammed up. You Either do it. Like, you only I, say it after you do it. Only say it after committing- you do it. You get busy. To somebody's thing when it's <laughs> two months is... away and you're oh, like, fuck yeah. yeah. And then, of course, it's the day before that you remember and you ah, don't just do this. You never want to do it. You never, never want to fuck ever. If you could, if I could, I would lock myself mm-hmm. from the inside or outside in. I don't want to go yeah. anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. I want to be like, oh, did you see this movie? The The Whale? Oh, no, I haven't seen it yet. I want to, though. Brendan Fraser? Yeah, he's gross. Homebound in a giant body? That's not fair. He's gross. I I just want... When you see it, we'll have a conversation about it. Because I question the exploitation factor of it. Mm -hmm. A lot of people get frizzy-frazzy justifiably about people that play roles. And I... I, I, that's not for me. I was like, of course you're going to do what the thing, play a, play a big person. It's great. And he yeah. looks great and he plays a great, but like, I was like, I don't think people, re- this isn't Monty Python. I think that part is a bridge too far. Like, Oh, you the think way they made him too a little bit, not too okay. big. The behaviors I think are a little oh, offensive. I see. I Got think they're a little it. offensive. So he's a little, uh, yeah, meaning of life-ish. Yeah, it's weird. You'll have to watch everybody out there. I, and I, you watch it because I don't know how I feel about it. Definitely worth yeah. watching. But I don't know if it was good or not. <laughs> I, or, I don't. <laughs> right. And like, I, I have a theory about it, too. So this is even funner because you can, we well, can talk true. about Every it now theory. and then, you know, you hear that hype for stuff. And then Ash and I will watch it. I'll go, I just don't. I don't get. I didn't 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 land for me the but way then, it seems to have landed for everyone else. But then I have, I have a ton of things where I'll have a conversation with some somebody, and they'll mm-hmm. point this part out and this part out and link something that I didn't link, and I go, "Yeah, I'm either going to go back and watch it, or instantly I'm like, oh, that I'm was actually pretty smart. Said. That was pretty good. Oh yeah, I do a lot of what they said. <laughs> a lot of that. Uh, I feel like uh, I, so I, gotta, I stopped you. What do you I got? got a little news story, mm. and then I could go back to the notes, but I saw this today and was like, ah, amazing. Sadly, it did not come from our paper of record, the New York Post. Mm. There's it nothing good on CNN. there. CNN. Okay. Uh, it's very short, so I'll just read the whole thing. Go for it. Because there's twists and there's turns, and it'll leave you guessing. I'm ready to go down like, that slide. How the fuck does this happen? Okay, so I'll read the... They don't bury the lead. You get it. You get her all in the headline. Okay. 
But it's the details that really season the this, money is. this dinner. Uh, Delta flight forced to turn around because of diarrhea incident. Whew. Beautiful. Let's find out. Don't you want to know what the incident entails? I can, if I could take two guesses, one would be somebody had diarrhea so bad in the bathroom that it seeped out, or two, a person had diarrhea so bad in their pants that it seeped out. I can't think of another option. Right? There aren't many, and none of them are great. So here we go. From from CNN, a Delta Airlines flight from Atlanta to Barcelona on Friday night was forced to turn around. After a passenger had diarrhea, mm. the Airbus A350 had set out on time that evening, the evening of September 1st, with 336 passengers on board, but was forced to turn around over central Virginia. Mm-hmm. In quotes, it's just a biohazard issue. We had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta. A DL-194 pilot said to air traffic control. So a guy just shit he up just and down. down. He was trying to get the plane. bathroom and the shit came out of his pants. And that That's is a rough. fucking... Fl- to Barcelona? That guy's dying. A hot one from Atlanta to across the yeah. Atlantic Ocean. And you're like, I don't know, just, I'll just clinch. But, but don't you... As, I hate to say this. As a passenger, I'm like... I'm sorry. Just fucking mop that shit up. I don't oh. want to turn around. There's more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Because oh, you get okay. more con, you get more back story gotcha, to incidents gotcha. similar. So that one, we have a conclusion. Central had to stop diary up and down the road. Yeah, yeah. Up and down the aisle. It's not the first flight this summer to have a passenger experience, um, experience disrupted by bodily fluids. This week, Air Canada issued an apology after two passengers were told to sit in inadequately cleaned seats that had been covered in vomit on a previous flight. Mm. Oh, God, that smell. Uh, the incident happened on a flight between Las Vegas to Montreal on August 26th. And on August flights. 30th, a traveler on an Air France flight from Paris to Toronto found his seat's footwell still wet with a previous passenger's blood. And diarrhea. Oh, fuck that. Uh, and this just goes to say, the passenger noticed a strange smell like manure, but when he alerted the flight attendant, he was handed wet wipes and had to clean the area himself before being offered blankets from the business class to soak up the waste. Ugh. We had to sit there smelling the blood for the next seven hours. What? That is what you pay for. On fucking commercial airlines these days. Yikes. You clean it up. No, Ugh. fuck you. Ugh. No, no, no. How do they think that it's okay? Because I think we've moved past, like, I'm going to tweet at Air France and get a bunch of free shit. Like, they don't give a fuck anymore. Like, if you're literally leaving a flight, blo- that was the part. It's like the blood. That's rough. You're like, can't we just get a fucking chamois? I know I'd be antsy. I hate fucking flying. I hate traveling. We just did it. But if I'm like, why are we delayed? And someone just was like, hey, okay. I know you're I know you're pissed. I know you're you're angry. I know you have somewhere to be. But your plane is covered with diarrhea and blood. We just want to get a shot back in there. 
<laughs> cool, you're good. I'm good. Uh, what seed is it? Is it? Can you check for me? Uh, I fucking. I just saw some. Oh, did you hear about this? They're so fucking miserable. These. I can't believe what they get away with. They're starting to flag people. Uh-huh. The uh, airlines, because somebody found a loophole the wrong person found out about, is you can book a – say you're going to Barcelona mm-hmm. yeah. from Vegas. You have a yeah, layover yeah. in Atlanta. The direct flight from Ve- – but you want to go – or no, excuse me. All right. I'm wrong. Say you want to go to Atlanta, and a direct yeah. flight from Vegas to Atlanta is – let's just use easy numbers – $200. Yeah. But – if you do the shitty thing and take a flight to Orlando, but you take the long flight, that's a layover in Atlanta, and it's $100. So you just take the flight to Atlanta, but you don't get on the get plane get to Orlando. Orlando. Now okay. you're at Atlanta, and you saved yeah. half the money. And I guess a lot of people are doing that, and they're like, you can't do that. And everybody's like, Why not? well, you can't tell me to get on I a flight if that. I don't want to get on it. You're going to leave anyway. They're like, but the flights, we, we're n- we'll not leaving safe. on time. It's like, on how many times have you fucking Bullshit. left us Fuck fucking you. dry? Do not fucking pretend that like you give a shit about fucking me missing my flight. I have never, ever, ever had anyone go over the intercom. Uh, Mr. Uh, Casey Van Heel, we need you at gate B7. Casey Van Heel be never. I've Ash and I had flights leave. We were sitting across from our fucking gate at a fucking TGI Fridays, and they didn't even make an announcement. They were fucking boarding. Yeah, or it didn't go, Mm -hmm. and we were right there, so we were waiting for our section to be called. They fucking shut the door and left. Yeah, yeah, because they they oversold the flight. So when they they were like peace. Okay, fuck it. Don't don't announce it. So don't pull that bullshit. Also, they're going to save money on fucking gas if there's less weight. I had a thing. I was it was a Christmas. I would think, I feel like I was in Charleston for whatever reason. Line fucking choked up because they didn't have enough TSA people. And I'm sitting in line. I'm going like this. I can't get through like check. I can't get through security. Mm-hmm. Like, and my flight's yeah. just going to leave. And I was like getting somebody's attention. I was like, hey, I got a flight. I do you have a line that's gonna put us through? Like I have a flight to catch. They're like yeah, 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 you're good, you're good. And then finally, it's like I have a flight in like ten minutes. They're like, can we see the ticket? They're like, you missed it. It took off. I was like, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> All you had to do was put me and two other people in line in front. That's here. like that's it. That's all you had to do was take us out. But you guys are fucking nerds. Oh, I call them nerds. Love... Oh no, I got. Such a thorough search going to L.A. and coming back from L.A. Yeah. It's like it was comical. So at the time, I had just gotten the wrist guard for my injury. So we were going through, you know, like I took all the shit out of my pocket, just had my fucking dad old Navy shorts. Go through, don't have a belt, took my shoes off. I had. Just my, I had my Vans that I got from your wedding on, so I just slip oh, on, yeah. slip off, no yeah. problem. Go through, and they're like, what do you, it's this old lady, she just fucking laid into me. She's like, what's in your hand? I was like, excuse me? 
She's like, what are you holding? And I was like, it's my passport. Oh, so you don't listen to me? I was like, excuse me? Oh. I said, don't hold your boarding pass and your passport. I was like, I didn't hear you. I was all the way back there with my kid and my wife. Right. What do you want me to? Well, just go then. I was like, what are you fucking? (laughs) Just go. Doesn't matter. Okay. If it didn't matter, then why do you give a shit? So they do the, the, the fucking body scan. And you come out, and of course the guy's like, "Oh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh, oh, over here, oh, over here." I'm like, "All right, okay." So I'm just trying to back up to get out of the way, and he's like, "I said, stand on the thing, feet on the thing." I was like, "I'm okay, I'm doing it." There was someone behind me, and he's like, "So we're gonna have to pat you down because we looked on the scanner, and you can see it for yourself. It was just straight up dick balls, just the mini square, just around my cock and balls." And he's like. Seems like there's a problem. And all the comedian he was like, there's about to be a very big problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know why. Have, it was like, like your wallet specific. in your underwear or something? No. And that's what he was like. Because <laughs> uh, comically it gets bigger. He's like, is there anything in your underwear? <laughs> oh, <just> amazing. Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> if we must. <laughs> what in the world? So it's just a faulty fucking so machine, then right? I didn't. I had no fucking clue. I had no idea. So he's like, "Do you want to do this here? We can do it back there." I was like, "Just do it here." Yeah, just do it here. I'm not. You're you're the one who's about to. So he's like, "I'm going to take the back of my hand and straight up just like all four of those knuckles, ding ding, ding dong, ding dong, dong, just across, just like down the stations of the cross." And I was like. So we're okay. And he's like, yeah, okay. Why don't you just have you walk through again? I was obviously. So I was just like, and we're trying to get there. And this is the first flight we've had with Harvey in three years. Mm. So it's just stress. Like she listens, but it's still like, no, I get it. It's stressful. You know, you've, you've done it. They need to get through. And I was like, Ash has all of our shit and my shit. And like, you know, just off to the side. And I, she was like, what was that? And I was like, it's just my, Balls, yeah, I got square yeah, balls. I don't, I don't, and you know, their pants—they have a zipper. Like I don't, I don't know. Like, and, and then they, the, you know, they had to swab this with the bomb thing too. Yeah. So he's like stroking my leg while another guy's God. like rubbing my wrist down on like <laughs> Xerxes, King Xerxes over here. Uh, and then when we were leaving L.A., I different shorts different go through same fucking thing again the square square dead center mass that's weird and i was like i don't know why the fuck it happened again goes from ghostbusters i don't and then i i think i figured it out i think it's be good because the the my suite of old navy shorts because they're all the same yeah they're they have the drawstring but the button uh-huh. Because my hand, I I can't use my index finger, I didn't tie the drawstring. Okay. I just buttoned the pants. So your so drawstrings are hanging. It's the two drawstrings are hanging, floating on either side of, but they're not metal. They're just plastic. It's they just don't a have the eyelets or the. No, I checked because I was are. like, maybe they're metal. Hmm. So I don't. I don't know. Or maybe I'm just packing a big one. I don't know. Hey, dudes, I'm just packing a big one. They'd be like, just go. Just go. 
I had they need the they need the security that I had the Mets game the other night. They're just kind of tiniest line. It was not stressful yeah. at all, and I was like an hour earlier for the game because it was free hat day. I got to get my hat, and they were just like, it's like literally like four people in front of me. He's like, uh, yeah, just go around. <laughs> just had me walk around the <laughs> fucking metal detector. Where were those like, guys okay. when we were at the Metrodome when we were sneaking in a boot full of whiskey? Oh no shit! Uh, that I hold that dear to the heart. Um, uh, what else? Oh yeah, I was just going to be talking about Las Vegas. So we had a layover in the Las Vegas airport and I've never oh, been to I know. Las you, Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Never been to the airport. Mm-hmm. Jing, 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 like jing, it's like jing. you're talking about like the bowling alley. That place is fucking obnoxious. Insane. Yeah. You're just like, it is stinky. It is fucking messy. There is all of the slot machines. Like we walked past the smoking section which was full of slot machines and nobody was gambling. They're all just sitting <laughs> next to slot machines, smoking their Marlboros or like most people were just vaping. And yet there was still that stagnant cloud of cigarette smoke just kind of ever present oh, man, in I'm... the space. And then we walked to our gate, which was kind of on the end cap. Again, just fucking shit ton of fucking slot machines. And then there was a bar, and I was like, oh, there's like three seats in front of it. I was like, that doesn't seem pretty, very conducive mm-hmm. for a bar. And it was just like, oh, no, you can just fucking go. Because then I looked around and was like, oh, you can just fucking sit at that gate, crush a beer, uh, have a shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Of course. Oof. So, and we got in like eight nine so it was like right at that perfect magic hour people are traveling waiting to get on that last flight oh yeah you just look back people are just having the time of their life or they're fucking biting viciously with each other because it's just oh if you add that extra little bit of that alcohol you can you can go man it keeps you up but Mm -hmm. if she once she pulls you down you're like i'm still traveling i hate you there, I what I remember, what I recall is in the Las Vegas airport. I was like, "Ooh, this is a spec. This is like fear and loathing when they find the diner on the outskirts of Vegas." Oh fuck yeah! yeah. And it's just With depressing and scary. Oh yeah, that's her. It's so because there's people that or live Ellen in Barkin, Vegas that are they've been banned from every casino, so now their hangout oh, is the slot machines in the Las Vegas airport. They just, that's where they go. Go, right. That's fucking weird. It reminds me of when Meg and I went there for to Vegas for her 30th birthday. We're like, yeah, we're going to go out and mingle and jingle, but we should have a bottle in the um, in the room. Sure, And yeah. on the strip, they don't have, like, liquor stores or anything because it doesn't make sense because everything is. Oh, like, yeah. You right. get a drink everywhere. So we're like, where do we find a liquor store? And you, the only thing you could find, I don't even know if. There might even be like some kind of zoning thing where they can't have. So we went down the street. We were staying at the MGM. I don't know, six, seven blocks, and that's a big difference. Six Ooh, or seven blocks off the strip. Leave the lights of the strip, and she gets dark again. And then you're like, "Oh, it's this oasis. The this only, is where everybody else lives." Yeah. The only thing that you could buy liquor from was a strip club, and you go in, and they're like, "Oh, do you have to pay that price then? Like you pay." You pay, I think a bottle of vodka was like 40 bucks and they keep it behind lock and key. So you go in and Mm -hmm. this was a, this was a 
a poor strip club. Poor, mm-hmm. Not poorly run. Maybe it was good business. I don't know. But it just didn't seem up to snuff. Gotcha. So yeah, the yeah. the fine young ladies were like, oh, business, because it's noon. And we're like, <laughs> just take a skirt right to the guy who's like, why are they coming to see me? And we're like, one bottle of bottle. vodka, please. They're like, you guys got to fuck. You're what? You need, you're you're staying in Las Vegas. You're 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 literally leaving. You're yeah. Nick Cage and leaving Las Vegas. You're buying <laughs> vodka for your hotel room. <laughs> um, oh, gross. Yeah, Vegas is pretty, pretty gross. It's got a food scene now, but it's. I think she's still got that hard Vegas edge. And you know what? It's yeah. I don't want to be too hard on Vegas. Actually, does have like a. I know a lot of people from Vegas, actually, that grew up in Vegas. I live in New York now. Like, mm-hmm. Vegas is like any other city. Like, sure. yes, six blocks off the Strip is gross. Just like six blocks yeah. to the uh, uh, west side off of Times Square is gross because you're too close to Times Square. But, like, yeah. there's neighborhoods. Like, where were you were in 360, uh, that 360 bowl in Astoria? We were mm-hmm. at the tip of Astoria. You might as well be on Skyline Drive. I have yeah. never... I did not realize neighborhoods like that existed so close to, to the city, to the, act, let's yeah, call it the yeah. actual city. I was like, holy shit, these are just houses, and they're not those, like, Polish, Irish, immigrant yes. brickies, like, yeah, which yeah. are houses, and I'm sure, jealous for them. These were just, like, houses you would see In on my somewhere. block yeah. by Millette. Like, yeah. maybe not quite as big, but just different like styles and had little yards and stuff. It was, it was like, it's very, very interesting. I, it's one of those things you don't, you don't expect it. Don't like, think about until we? you see it in the wild. Like, I don't know if I knew you could get a, a house like that. Mm-hmm. Well, that I'm sure there are to... millions of dollars, but yeah, it's right there. So where I live, so for context, where I live is, um, uh, uh you know, the 59th street bridge. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm 10 yeah. minutes from that. So 10 minutes from us in the other direction is 360 Bowl. So just ten, 20 That's minutes crazy. from the bridge going into Manhattan is like a, a housing neighborhood and not... It just goes to show you... Yeah, you don't know. It's so fucking big. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. Vegas, with all there's just neighborhoods folks. everywhere, right? Because you go to yeah. mine and my neighborhood's got some some grit to it. Not dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Or the, 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 though the cops said it was a little bit. Like when I was, when they had that like bomb scare oh, bomb upstairs scare. and yeah, I was yeah. like, should I, uh, I, I don't need to lock it up. Right. You guys are just like, yeah, lock up your house. Somebody got murdered last night or two nights ago. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. But, um, I don't know where the fuck we got on. Oh, I got one thing, piece of joy work. Oh, I, I'm in. If you're interested. Yeah. And it's got, it's got a, a nice crumb bummy New York adjacent. Feel. I think you'll dig it. Mm-hmm. It's this documentary series on HBO. It just has just come out. It's called Telemarketers. Oh, I heard of it. Or I actually saw the trailer for it, but um, you watched it, huh? Ash and I watched out. it um, over the weekend. It's it's awesome. It's Ooh. great. So the basic premise, and it's and Ash and I were both cheesing out because we were. The documentary starts in the beginning of it takes place in like 2006, 2007. So we were like, we just moved to New York then. Like we were young New Yorkers and you as well. And Henning, like we were all there. And it's about this call center that mm-hmm. started just across the uh, water in New Jersey. 
and I forget I forget the name of it at first because it goes through many iterations, but it's kind of the the call center that invented what um, telemarketer calls are Telling. for us in the modern age. Like they were the ones to fucking revolutionize it. Gotcha. So it ends up being it's a documentary because uh, two of the guys in it were part of the first wave. So mm-hmm. they're like the one guy's in his 30s and you come to find out he's a drug that guy in his 30s is a drug addict. and Everyone they hire are like ex-cons or just kids like our age can't get another fucking job. So they come work at this place and it's like the Wild West. So you see gotcha. bays of telemarketers and guys just clowning around. But then you see them doing their spiel, collecting money as like one guy's ripping off a bong. Three other guys are like playing bowling with a football and beer cans. Right. And it's just pandemonium. So the younger guy was just an aspiring like actor. He wanted to make movies. And he's like, working here is so fun. And they get paid $10 an hour. So it's like, yeah, right. okay, money. At sure. the time, but it's easy. Like you can go there. Like talk about all the side scams. People are selling drugs. People, no, that's the part. It's like all these people just because a lot of them can't get work anywhere else. Yeah, and when you get there, you realize it's just fucking easy. You yeah. just hit your sales marks and you can go. So this guy, you know, this is the era where the office is taking off. So this guy just films his crazy friends Ooh. and coworkers because he thinks it's fucking hilarious. Sure. And they post videos. And so that's kind of the impetus for it. And then him and the his one of his coworkers are like, you know, like we do the spiel and they're collecting money for um, the Fraternal Order of Police, like these police lodges. Yes. Yeah. So the irony is not lost it. on these like of hardcore ex-cons that are like turning their phone, phone voice on and collecting money for cops. I love it. So then they start to question like, okay, so we're collect so they're start to talk about how they they're like we're kind of like the people we are preying on like we're like we hear cops and we think it's legit because it's cops cops yeah so we just do it and no one gives a shit when we come up to work hung, come to work hung over if we're drinking at work doing drugs whatever but these two guys are like no we should kind of like investigate more so the rest of the series is them compiling the first part of the documentary and then there's like a falling out and then the one guy moves away and then they get reconnected and they're still the older guy is still kind of in the scene and he's like nothing's changed so they restart the documentary like a year ago oh wow okay it's cool it's really interesting i think you'll really dig it All just right. partially because it's just like these bootstrappers like they have meetings, and I was like, oh, Hans is going to either love or hate this. Like, they have production meetings at McDonald's because it has the best Wi-Fi. Yeah, <laughs> and they get roused. baby. <laughs> Somebody, I guess, you know, there's that show, like, How To, right? Isn't it? I don't really, I've only seen little clips, but it's just basically a guy goes around New York and just has a camera running. Artsy mm-hmm. fucking fuck. Somebody could follow me and could have a conversation yeah. about the best Wi-Fi in the city. Today I got... A little too hot in the car, so I was trying to find a... I found a great parking spot. Today's the first day I'm back, like, teaching fitness classes because I got cleared from my doctor. And it was fucking awful. And I can oh, barely sure. hold this fucking yeah, microphone. Um, <laughs> uh, but in between, so I teach at 7 a.m. and then at noon. Mm-hmm. And I got my other work to do, obviously. So 
Well, I can't ride my fucking bike because my arm won't. Right. So, doot, 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 got my car. So now I got my car, fist right in between. Great spot. Construction zone, but I talked to the construction guys. Like, you guys right. need this spot today? They're like, no, we're good. You're good. It's like, no problem. It's like, porta potties, are they for uh, public <laughs> consumption? <laughs> for everybody? <laughs> He's like, uh, if you really need it, man. Sure. Like, ah, don't yeah. make a mess. All right, buddy. No diarrhea. Don't make right. us turn this construction site around. <laughs> We're going back to Barcelona. Yeah. But then some guy didn't know. I was like, scared the shit out of me. Some guy didn't know I was in my car. Because why would he? But like, also, fuck. Like, he just came and stood shoulder to head. Like, I'm in the passenger seat. He's just standing Basically, it was this rump leaning against my car. And finally, I just <laughs> put the window down. He's like, oh, God. I was like, <laughs> I was like, you need, can I park here? He's like, what do you mean? I was like, are you a construction guy? He's like, no. I was like, what? He's He's like, like, I didn't I know you were here? in there. I was like, what does that matter? <laughs> Don't sit on someone else's car. I had a thing yesterday too because I had to get I had to go to the doctor and get an X-ray and I couldn't find fucking parking. Anybody knows parking in New York? There's two days off on one side, two days off in the mm-hmm. other, and yeah. New Yorkers fucking like to waste their life away just the nick of time being on this side. Oh, oh yeah. So yeah, you can quick myself. get back to the other side. So if you're right there in the middle of it looking for parking, not in your own neighborhood, in that window, like between. A, right. So one you're side like you can't park there till eleven, and then the other side you can start parking there at eleven thirty. You're fucked. So it took oh, me yeah. four minutes to get to the hospital from my house. It took me forty five minutes to try and find parking, <sighs> and I got in that time I got into a fight with a guy because I was, and this is my fault. And I owe this guy, and well, we left on good terms. But I'm just sitting at this parking lot, and the guy next to me is this huge, like you know, like blazer or whatever the a car that's too big for New York. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And he's like, I was like, is he going in? Is he pulling out? And meanwhile, I'm behind two cars at the stop sign. And he finally goes out and he goes, motherfucker, I'm moving. I go, what do you want me to do? I'm in line. He's like, they're parked. And I was like, what? Oh, they he's had like, him stacked. They double parked. So I'm just behind oh, two yeah. people that aren't in cars. He's like, they're parked. I was like, oh, fuck. I'm sorry, brother. He goes, you are my brother. Go. I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, all right, man. Oh, yeah. He said, they're motherfuckers. I was like, yeah, you're right. You're not wrong. Um, no, I. it's I funny you were talking about fuck. the hospital because now I get to – I'm just getting to start my journey mm. dealing with the hospital and workers' comp and mm. work yeah. and the fucking physical therapist. It's It was beautiful. Like I got a call Friday, I think. Just desperate, breathy, rushed. You must call. You have to call. So it's like, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Call. Get classic, brassy ass fucking receptionist. Just, I was like, hi, I just, um, I got a call from you uh, like 30 minutes ago. What? I was like, you called and left me a message. No, what's your name? Okay. Uh, Here we go. Here's my name. Did I call you? <laughs> like, sure. Yes, you called me. This is my name. Oh. Clack, 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 clack. Okay. Um, yeah, we... Uh, you were injured, yes? And I was like, yes. You saw the doctor? And I was like, I saw a consultation. 
He's I know he's a surgeon, but he didn't do anything to me. Right. He, he just surge. looked at what the guy at the other hospital did. It was like I was in it. It was in and out real quick. And she was like, "Okay." And you went to physical therapy. I went, "Yes, I did go to." Okay, well, um, we don't have your information. And I was like, "What do you mean you don't have my?" We're talking inform- right now. Information. And she's like, "Well, you said this is workers' comp." And I was like, "Yes." Uh, I filled out paperwork at the hospital. I, my employer filled out paperwork before I left for the hospital. So there's two forms of paperwork that have been reported. We don't have any information. And I was like, okay, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, what do you want me to do? And they're like, what the insurance card you gave us was expired. And I was like, okay, yeah. What about it? Well, we can't retroact. Like she runs me through this fucking ringer. And then she, she goes, um, so we need to figure this out. Cause I'm going on vacation. Oh, great. <laughs> It's like, okay. It's like, I'll talk to them. I hope somebody has diarrhea on your And she's flight. like, do you want to get... And I was like, basically, I was like, I'm not giving you the crummy tin level version right. of insurance that I have to pay for. Because I know it, if... And she's just going to pull get it out. It'll mixed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, well, you can't retroact. I was like, I- I'll go ask. I will, I will go ask. And she's like, have you ever worked with the workers' con? And I was like, no, I haven't. And she's like, oh, well... They don't. They take forever. And I was like, "Then why are you fucking calling me? If you know the answer, if if I tell you it's scam, workers comp, I know." And she's like, "Oh, they're awful. They're fucking awful." Mm. So I was just like, "Okay, fuck." And then I talked to work, and they're like, "Yes, we filled it out. We sent it away." I was like, "Do you have a reference number I can give? Anything?" And they're like, "They didn't give us one." I was just like, okay, so it's like I'm fucked. There's nothing. Nope. I don't get crummy insurance is just like they give you a card and it's just a fucking the food pyramid from the seventies. Like it, that's yeah. the amount of fucking help you'll get from them. Yes. Yeah, you'll well you'll just now have a new drawer just full of bills you'll never oh, pay. Because uh, I got another one just before we started the podcast from the hospital. And they give you that I was like oh, I know you fuckers, because they give you that fucking Donald Trump rube price oh yeah and you're like oh (laughs) god (laughs) and then they have the price next and they're like well for you and then they have a minus know it and it's a minus a big chunk of money and then you go to the equals but it's still yeah disgustingly high priced and I was like, I'm not falling for that shit. Fuck no. Giving you fucking any. You have my name. You have my fucking address. Debtors prison. I had this. So I had this. I had just right before talk about get your head fucking in, uh, trying to get in the right place, and so I got like so who I write for. Sometimes, rarely, a client will come back and be like, "Hey, can you change this or that?" You know, in the uh, article, and it's usually nothing. And I got mm-hmm. a thing back that was like, um, "This isn't basically. It's like this. Who's writing this? Is this a is this a psychologist writing this?" And they're like, because this, like, I was like, do you really think a psychologist, <laughs> a licensed psychologist, I went to is writing your bullshit? <laughs> I just cut this and spared you because it is so fucking boring, which I will uh, agree with myself right now.
this is so boring for people. <laughs> my deadline represents something that is going to post up on somebody's website in like a month and a half. Like that's how far right. in advance they want to be because they don't want to get and you're, behind. And you're living where deadline is like deadline in a horror movie. Like this is this is life or death line yeah. deadline. Ugh. Don't fuck with me. God, I'm so fucking mad. Uh, so now I got. I was like, really though? Like, how are you a psychologist? Because are you duped? Are you that fucking dumb that you think like oh. anybody with any fucking like right? I have like a degree to write. Maybe you can anticipate that. Though, by the way, everyone, you shouldn't. Don't, don't write when you you shouldn't read anything online. But do you really think anybody with any sort of medical licensing or like would that's an that person shouldn't right. be trusted either? Because they're like doctors are underemployed now because they're doing WebMD. Oh, that is fucking some shit, right? Like they're busy doing (laughs) pitiful things somewhere else. Can you imagine the fucking doctor that's two hundred thousand dollars in debt, and it's like, yeah, this sucks, but at least it's going to be a hard five, ten years to roll while I pay off this. But you know, it's a I'm a doctor, I'll get it. And now they're like, oh no, no, no. See, everybody just goes online and says, my toe hurts. So now you can't make any money unless you just want to sit in your car and take fucking clients and eat peanuts. You know what? I actually heard and I was like, oh, shit. That is an untalked about possibly the thing that AI could actually devastate and actually take jobs from. Like, we can argue about art and the minutia of art, and it does cut out certain things like i know the studios want to have ai make a script and then they'll send a script to me or you Mm -hmm. and you and i get paid half as much yep to zhuzh it up yeah like punch it up all all writing work could possibly be punch up unless you do it yourself so we've heard those arguments and then with uh actual like not written art but like paint painting or drawing like ai's drawing from other people's art again it's all plagiarism Mm -hmm. um but the one thing someone was talking and I was like, holy fuck, AI, they were um, this like scientist was speculating the profession that's going to get hurt the most if they can figure it out. Because you were talking about doctors and people have been trying to do doctor <gasps> things. Oh, I, like, Go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Um, but the one that they're like, because the infrastructure mm-hmm. of it is set up and it's all digital, uh, it's lawyers. Oh, sure. Right? They know like, the all fucking... you're doing is if the AI pulls from all of the vast volumes of court cases, like just yeah. by the structure of how law is set up. Obviously, there's a lot to a lawyer because there is an art to crafting 100%, thought and right. how to use that raw data that is previous court cases. But they're like, you're going to get that profession is going to get gutted hard just for that basic, the same way every other profession for the, you know, the it's the it's the, always goes back to their shit jobs. And you and I have worked plenty and still work shit mm-hmm. jobs. And there are bullshit jobs and the bullshit jobs are the ones that get cut through technology. That's interesting. But I was like, holy shit. But yeah, if you think about the structure of law. The biggest chunk of it, you can just have this AI generate your references, and then you, as the lawyer, fucking write 
you know, fucking litigate the case. And you bring in your fucking, your weird shystiness. You can just focus on sure. the shyst. I, I actually heard about this. Claire Stero can this just way. work solo. Yes. Matlock works solo. Ooh, give me a Matlock. What's amazing is AI, because, so I basically write the equivalent of Moby Dick every month. So yeah. much material. I took on so yeah. much material because I can fucking churn it. So basically, I hope everyone out there just don't smash Fitzgerald yourself because all compu- all in content is going to be based off of what I've written. They can't not be because I've produced so much and continue to produce so much that that will be the only thing it can draw on. Oh, I'm not man. kidding you guys. I I I probably write 15,000 words a month. Solely on mental health and addiction. Tell that fucking hard drive, I quote a lot of Rod frame out just on the outskirts of Las Vegas, starts to get that spark (laughs) of its own awareness, starts to make demands, and then that bunker starts to look like your office. Like there's going to be a lot of presidential memorabilia. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, oh, what was I? Oh, oh, the other thing. You're the ghost in the machine. I am the ghost in the machine. The uh, this is I can make it. I definitely bored the ass off of people, but uh, I heard about AI actually taking over online like therapist jobs because they're oh, working sure. on facial recognition software where you're talking to a robot and it recognizes. If you're sad Emotions. or you're happy and like how it should interact with you based on what you say and what you look like in your emotions and it will give you advice on what to do. So we're all f- I mean, you've fucker. been working with a, a, a yes, I might be human with Yule Brenner's <laughs> fucking dead corpse with a robot fucking skeleton in it. If that's sure. the tell, that's how you'll know it's human is the weird connection to various nuts. Yes, if they're eating walnuts, <laughs> they might be real, or they might be Al Pacino from Dick Tracy. That hand comes up and it's got eight fingers, and it eats a walnut <laughs> like a cupcake. You're like, I think that's AI. That's a robot. It didn't take the shell off. <laughs> well, I have one little tidbit of information that I didn't realize, and it can leave you on it on I a high it. note. Perf. Perfectly nerdy. Perf. Perfectly jerk practicey. So online, I think it was Instagram or something, because there's that new Ninja Turtles movie. Mm-hmm. There was this clip of the voice actors from the cartoon doing, of them doing the voice of the character. Sure. So it just goes down the row. You got, you know, Leonardo, Raphael, Michelangelo. So it's fun to see these middle aged white guys in doing the 80s. Right. You're like, Gal Bug, oh, dude. And the noise oh. is coming. Out of them, you're like, hey, okay, that puts a weird skew. You know, it's like as a kid when you find out that uh, Linda Cartwright is the voice of Bart Simpson, and you're like, it's a little Haiti. It's not a sassy boy like me. (laughs) Yes. So I was seeing all the turtles in there because they're fucking voice actors, and they all kind of got a look to them. Sure. Yeah. Goes through the thing, ends with Shredder. You'll never fucking guess who is the voice of fucking Shredder in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the animated series. It'll blow your fucking mind, the nerd DNA connection. Because I was like, wait, is this a joke? And I watched it again, like two times. 
Uh, God, I can hear the voice, but who who is it? I can't. Uh, Uncle Carl from fucking from uh, Family damn, Matters, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. No, that's not his name's not Carl, isn't it? Uh, Uncle Carl, isn't name Uncle Carl? Carl's Family Matters. Ooh, I swear to God, Judged. it's Uncle Carl. Maybe it is. Isn't it Carl on Family Matters too? Yeah, or that's Carl. what threw me off because I I know Valjean, I know him by name. But I don't know the actor that played Will Smith's Uncle Carl. Oh, I put in Uncle Kale. <laughs> Uncle Carl uh, is James Avery from Philip Banks. It's Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil, yeah. yeah. Uncle Phil, not Uncle Carl. See, that's how you... Hey, boy. I watch more Family Matters. <laughs> You're a Matters man. I'm a Matters man. Yeah. Wow. Nice. And, yeah. And. I thought both of them were dead, and I think both of them are alive. Or Phil's dead. Is Phil dead? Let's check, click on James Avery. But yeah, he's the voice of Shredder. Uh, he is, he died in 2013. Yes, I knew. I knew <laughs> yes! it. I knew he was dead. Because I thought I thought Uncle Carl was dead, but he's alive because I saw him in a Geico yeah. commercial. Reginald Valjean. Oh yeah. I am the son of Uncle Carl. Also, speaking of stupid, weird connections, I don't know if this is true, because I didn't click on it, and I don't want to, but it's just a side-by-side, it's one of those shitty Facebook articles that's like, you'll never guess who's father and son, you know, like, what they look like. of course. So there's a picture of uh, Johnny Depp with his daughter, Denzel Washington with his son, Jim Carrey with his daughter, but the top picture Mm -hmm. is Paul Rubin's. With the actor from The Bear. I don't think that's accurate. I, that's what I was like. I, th- I think the AI just was like, why are people talking about these two people? They must oh. be father and son. That's funny. Yeah, you're right. Paul Rubin's son. I can. Hey, he's got a son. What's his son's name? Uh, Paul. No, Paul Rubin's has no children. P. Rube too? When did Pee Wee come out? Maybe it's like a Sean Astin, John Astin thing. He's here holding a baby. Do Paul Rubens have kids? No, I don't know. Oh, I'm seeing too many pictures of Paul Rubens out of character. <laughs> I don't like it. Kid? I never liked it. <laughs> I don't like seeing him in a, a a regular suit. No, 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 no. But yeah, so I saw that and I was like, I don't think that's true. He's, here with, he's with a lot of kids. Ah, uh, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I, I I tried to end hot, and then I fucked up the names, and then <laughs> oh, that's pretty with... hot. You ended pretty hot. Uh, There's Nick Nolte. And now for your listening you, pleasure, you ended steamy professional oh, yeah. racism. All right, gang. Well, I love you, and there's nothing we yeah love we you, love and there's you. nothing you can love do about it. About it. Uh, I we're not robots. We are you not. can tell because I was so boring oh. at times. I saw a list of, you know, it's one of those like pro AI. They're like, if you're not using these tools, you're a fucking caveman. So I was just curious and I was reading down the list because mid journey, I know, and chat mm-hmm. GPT or APT or whatever it's called. And then there was one further down and it, I forgot what the name of it was. It's. Turn your blog post into podcasts. So oh, exactly. Like, yes! Oh, fuck, yeah. It's just mm-hmm. a fucking machine that reads your diary. 
and then posts it on Apple on iTunes, I guess. And kids just don't know. Uh, that's old man stuff. They just don't know how. They won't know how soulless that is. Because you and I are gonna die soon. We're drinking alcoholic Mountain Dew. Like our generation <laughs> is gone. We are not gonna be around long enough for them to be it's like too hot for us. We can't that's survive not in as this weather. Fun when a robot reads another robot's diary. <laughs> And I listen to it. That's but like that's all they have. So I guess that's what fun is now. They yeah, won't get I mean, the joys of Nick Nolte berating an entire race. Uh, right, exactly. I mean, they two. eat poison chips for fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> poison chips. A poor kid. <laughs> Again, he's like up. The, he's up there right now. Like, but that guy fucking I- snorted heart. Medication. He stole someone's actual medicine and look Why at him. Why am I dead? Oh, I got a stronger <laughs> constitution, man. Because I fucking was bad at football. Yeah, yeah. I didn't exert I didn't myself run until after it. My forties. I watched MTV Top 100 <laughs> twice through because that heart medication kept me the fuck up. <laughs> I was uh, afraid to sleep. My blood was so thin. <laughs> It'll oh. seep out my ears if I laid down. Oh God. Crazy. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. I don't know what you're smiling at, watermelon. Your big move just turned out to be shit.